0: we're deeply exploring the idea of how much creative power can we exercise in our own lives how much of our lives are going to be dominated by external circumstances which compress us into a particular mode of behavior and predict for us a particular way of being and how much of our life is really open for our own discovery, our own volition, our own capacity to in a given moment create something brand new, something unanticipated, something unpredictable and one of the processes that we have explored together is the idea of the growth mindset as a paradigm within which we can foster way more creativity, way more dynamic movements in terms of where we could get to than its dark side called the fixed mindset which keeps us really trapped challenging the notion that reality on an external level is a dominating force which restricts me from really doing anything else, then the people and the places and the events around me drive me towards. And suggesting that the ultimate freedom is the power to liberate myself from the bondage of the moment. And that is engendered by a variety of different factors that we are in the process of learning and trying to engage and become familiar with. The minute we recognize that my expectations of what will occur are simply conjecture. There is a story in my head that I can develop the power to release. I already open myself up for a different kind of interaction with people around me and with places. And I'll give you a simple example from my life last night.) I had two clients lined up, one at eight thirty to nine thirty, one at ten thirty to eleven thirty, and so my my evening was pretty set in my head exactly I was going to how I was going to do it. So I already I kind of scheduled myself in sync, which meant I, I took a taxi so I could be there on time, so I could eat supper, so I could be ready. Five minutes before the eight thirty slot, I get a message: "I'm really sorry, not feeling well, not going to be able to make it tonight." Okay. The script just got rewritten. Now, if I clung onto the story in my head, which was, I'm the author of the script, so then this is an anticipated twist that I didn't write into it. And if I hung onto that, I'd say, oh, that's ridiculous, how can I do that? Well, what am I going to do now? And I'd get into involved in some kind of emotional turmoil. Well, I could say, oh wow. My expectation was, the story in my head was, that things are going to run as anticipated. But you know, <laughs> this is how absurd... The story in my head is. But my story is actually not the controlling factor in their health. (laughs) Which by coming upset about my story being dissed would actually suggest. Meaning if I'm upset that how, how, how can they, how can they, how can they not turn up? Meaning essentially how can they be sick? Meaning, essentially, if I don't want them to be sick, well, then they shouldn't be sick. Meaning, essentially, I control their health. (laughs) Why am I? I'm a sugar. Do you understand how absurd the story in the head, or the back story to the story in the head, becomes? It kind of implies that I have absolute control over variables which I have zero control over. And therefore... Clinging onto the story in my head is literally a war that I will inevitably lose because it's based on an illusion and the illusion is I have control when I don't. So okay, so I kind of, I deal with the, I deal with it. I accommodate, give me more time to spend with my family and I'm kind of preparing myself in my head for my 10.30 and I think, look, the truth is now that this time has opened up, it gives me an opportunity to go to gym. Go to gym, you don't get these kind of Guns from sitting home and sipping tea, I'll tell you that. you see the six pack me neither <laughs> I like to think it was my barrel um, it 's a keg so so think okay great i 'll go to gym I go to gym, but obviously, I need back by ten thirty, so my time at gym is limited, so I do a different kind of workout than I would. I have to skip the sauna part which for me is the, the highlight um, just a quick question while you're on that sure the that sauna that there's a an element of fun you can say that it's not reasonable to expect you not to be sick but there is also an element of apartments before it's not fair on you right and then secondly so it, set yourself up by not intervening in a way that says by, by you having the mindset, oh, great, I can now gym, you know, I can make time for my family. Right. That just sets yourself up for that happening again if you don't address it in the appropriate way. True. True, meaning if I felt that the person was, like, negligent and they, like, knew this four hours before and they were just, like, surprising me at the last minute, but this was actually something which they had no forewarning of, so... So, it wasn't they anticipated to make the meeting? And they actually, they themselves, and I know the relationship, and I know the person. So, I, I wasn't opening myself up for like abuse or anything like that. And you know, they're not going to disrespect my time. So, that wasn't that right. good. Gym, kind of cut my gym session short. Skip the sauna. Again, that's the highlight. Um, and I come home, ten twenty-five. And as I get out of my car, I just check my messages, and my ten thirty slot is cancelled. so I think okay again uh, the story in my head how can you do that story in my head based on the fact that how can you do something that I don't want you to do story in my head says if I want you to do it you have to do it story in my head says I'm God (laughs) that's ready so it's amazing the author of the story is always the ultimate controlling fact in the universe when I hang cling onto my story I assume that role when I let go of it when I let go of it I enter into the realm of spiritual existence when I cling onto to it I obstruct spiritual connection so it actually is a spiritual thing you can see it through that lens that if I acknowledge that there is a higher power so then the first step of me internalizing that acknowledgement is also recognizing and it's not me <laughs> there is a higher power And it's not me I don't control The factors Which make the world operate I am not the author Of the script of my life I am merely A actor And the script is written For me And I have to perform I'm an actor I'm not even an actor Because I haven't been given my lines So I'm not, a, I'm not an actor with lines I'm an improv actor I've been given my character so I know kind of how I should respond But then every scene I have to improvise What should I do in this scene? So I let go of the story I let go of the story And it was pretty easy for me To let go of that story Because The desire to control Wasn't supercharged It wasn't something which is too close to me I would, I'd appreciate the opportunity To spend more time with my family And I appreciate the opportunity to have like not finish at 11.30 and then I go to bed very late and then have to wake up very early so so it was, it was, it was an easy thing to let go of Story number one, success Now, story number two I have a meeting yesterday afternoon and uh, in the afternoon we run a program which is an educational program which has very strong educational values which I believe in very strongly and I meet with a person that himself is an education in education and he asks me well let me hear a little bit about what you do and I start telling him and as I start to speak to him I see he's completely disengaged he actually he couldn't care less he's like literally humoring me and waiting for the my, my lips to start moving and then he'll like say his piece so triggering triggering why is it triggering? because the story in my head is because this is important to me and because you're into education not only should this be important to you but you should see the brilliance and not only are you not seeing the brilliance you actually (laughs) don't care that was not good how dare he how dare he I've already cast his role his role is to be receptive to listen carefully and to say wow what an amazing work you're doing and he wasn't playing his role so I had to hit him I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so I, I, I feel, I feel this is, I feel this, this is not on. Like, what are you doing, what are you doing? And then, he made a comment, which not only wasn't he listening, he actually had the audacity, he had the audacity to suggest a different approach, which was clearly wrong, for many reasons, but primarily, it wasn't the way I do things. I mean, how foolish can you get Now, there, because the story in my head was far more ingrained, it was much closer to who I am as a person, I put much more effort into it, it's much more central to what I'm doing, I wasn't letting go of that story, not a chance. I wasn't letting go of the story. When I didn't let go of the story, what happens? So now, in the experience of the moment, the blame shifts to him. Because I can't let go of my story, my story has to be true, but he's opposing it. So there's only one option if I want to hang on to my story and he's opposing it, I now have to relegate him to being wrong and not worth listening to. So now I have to, I have to kind of say you're wrong or think you're wrong and completely dismiss him and his opinion. Because if I maintain it, so the story may well collapse or at least get some, some kind of cracks in it. And I don't want that to happen because this is, this is, this is so obvious. This is so, this is so me. It's much closer to me. So, I don't want to let go of it. And I couldn't let go of it. couldn't. I, 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 I didn't even think to let go of it. There was no growth mindset, even. It just, didn't, it just didn't enter into my consciousness. It wasn't that I was looking at this and saying, wow, look at this. Isn't this cool? You've got the story, and then I keep doing this. It was, no, no. How dare you say that? That's called, I was lost in my story. I was totally lost in my story. I didn't even have the capacity to say, oh, there's a story. It was, what is he talking about? Like, who does he think he is? Like, this is ridiculous. That's when I become lost in my story. And when I get lost in my story, so all the characters that function around me now, lo, no longer have their own independent existence. They become pawns in my story. When they cooperate, they're good. When they disagree, they're their enemy and then I create an enemy. Now, why do I create an enemy? Let me step back now, because it's been enough time, and say... Deep breath. This is a story. Is it possible that there's more than one approach to education? (laughs) So, when I ask myself the question, it's ludicrous to say otherwise. Of course. Is it possible that the way that I choose to educate is not the only way? Well, of course. Is it possible that he actually has a vision which is very different and very successful? yes has it been proven through his educational institutions so now when I say that I want to answer yes but then there's this little part of me that says nah it's not real but of course it has but I can't emotionally accept it because accepting would mean letting go of my story fully and I don't want to let go of my story I'm a story it's my story hey baby it's my story I love my story I want my story so yes he's got inst- in- is he from an objective perspective is he way more accomplished and successful than me without doubt wow so really all of a sudden I'm not the master that has all the answers and all the keys I'm the I don't say servant but I'm the novice looking at the master oh wow so maybe I should just learn maybe I should just learn from him wouldn't that be like more of a productive approach yes can I see him as a good guy now I see him he's a good guy because now if I can move away from my story it's no longer competition I don't need to push him down for me to be okay I've moved away and I've let go of the story it's not a story there's me and there's a story the story is just a story why did Thomas the story? I understand why Thomas have it's So yeah, I get why Thomas have its story. But it's just a story. It's just actually a story. So now I've moved a little bit away from it. Yeah, I should just learn from him. I mean he's probably got a lot that I could just gain from. That would be amazing if I become curious. Okay. I'm ready to do that. Did you see what you yeah? Was that was that a helpful illustration of an implementation of this mindset? There that, that was a point. I did that to show you how these things are manifest in my life as I live. And then there's a whole range of the stories which I need to tell myself with more fierce conviction and the stories which are a little bit less, you know, easier to let go of. Um, The easier the story to let go of means the less personal investment there is less subjectivity there is I put into it the stories are hard to let go of is because I've almost become flooded by them and I'm not differentiated myself from them and I just want to speak a little bit about what that means right now I'm differentiating myself from my story which means that I acknowledge that there's a part of me that can be aware of the subjective nature of the stories I tell myself. And that part of me doesn't buy into the story for the story's sake. And that part of me is aware, conscious, has a true, has a nature of being able to spot integrity and authenticity, pursues connection, and that part can say, this guy's a great guy. He's doing a great job. And really, I need to learn a lot from him. That part, because that part is, is is very whole and wholesome, and the story is very narrow and distorted. But there's stuff in the story which is good as well. I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not dissing the story completely. is, is this It is. It is this a helpful illustration. This is like living life in the world. Yes. Please, sir in the moment it seems most, most crucial to detach yourself from the story like in retrospect it's easier to analyze it but like in the moment that's when you're making decisions right. and then, you're having book and then that's when there might be consequences that right. could have been avoided right so, so ideally in the ideally you want to get I want to get better at this so that even when the story's there with its full brunt and conviction I can say hello it's only a story you can let go of it. But okay, that's work. That's work. That's where the work is. The the stories that are not so deeply connected to me, like, okay, there's no schnitzel for lunch. I mean, me, I'm saying for you, maybe. For me, yeah, there's meant to be schnitzel. It was like the day that schnitzel was meant to be served. There's no schnitzel. Or even worse, I get then schnitzels run out. And there was like, hey... So, again, for certain him it makes him homicidal But... Yeah. <laughs> but... but I, that's a story that we can... But when it's something which is core, like it's my identity, that's what I'm investing my life in And then someone says, Yeah, but you got that wrong That means, it's so close to me, there's so much of me there That if I've got that wrong, that means I'm wrong If I'm wrong, that means I'm, I'm broken If I'm broken, that means my whole vision of life is a distortion No! You're broken you broken. I'm not broken. No, because if I admit that I'm broken, so then I feel, I feel that I'm going to fall to pieces. Why? Because I've become, I become sucked up by the story, and I've forgotten that I have a self outside of it. So always have to go back to that self. Always going back to that self. But I get sucked up in the story. And the closer the story is to me, the more sucked up I get. So you will be back. Yes, yes, yes. The, Is there room to say sometimes that the other person is wrong and your story will be correct No. Never. Never. There's never any wrong. There's never any wrong. No. I don't have to take what the person is saying so seriously. I don't need to let it affect me because it could be based on... Yes. For sure. But it's a very different, it will be a very different kind of interaction. Meaning, could this person be way worse at education than me? Yes. Could the fact that he's got multiple institutions and he's running a successful show and I don't indicate that really I've got a much better process but he just had more experience and maybe he's got a big administrative start, and could, could those things be incidental? Yes. Can I consider that? Yes. But do I feel charged? If I'm feeling charged, if there's an emotional charge, it's the story. It was a kind of a kind of thing back in the world. Let's look at his system, let's look at my system, let's see who's better and who's worse and let's ask someone else and be open to hearing what they say yeah, yeah, for sure could it be that that, that that this process and this education system is way better than that? yes but it's not because it's mine it's because it is and in the moment when I'm in the story it's not because it is it's because it's mine and in that world he's always He's, he, he's never wrong because it's, it's not relevant because by me making him wrong I'm just trying to hold up my story. Could he be wrong? Yes. But not in that moment. If I make him wrong I'm just in the story. And it's, it's, it's almost when you start to becoming, of the, becoming aware of the stories in your heads it's, it's the whole time. It's the whole time. And you can become, you can see the little stories and the big stories, you can find out the major themes. And freedom is when we can let go of the stories. Freedom is when we can let go of the stories. And that means we can let go of um, the identities that, have, that we've been told by ourselves or by others, that this is what you have to do. <laughs> it's just a story. It's just a story. And when enough evidence comes to the contrary, I can say, okay, well, shift. Now, often that shift can be exceptionally painful. Because the meaning of pain is the experience I have, when a part of me is removed. If you pull away skin, the reason why pain is when something is separated, which is part of me, so that, 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 that's called pain. And that's why I have emotional pain. Emotional pain is a separation. When you have a person that you're close to and you're separated from you, experience emotional pain. When you have a self that you've become accustomed to, that you now have to break free of, that's going to cause pain. Because there was a whole thing here that no longer is there. So when I've become attached to my story, letting go of it can be exceptionally painful. I mean, that story is working for me. It worked. It's good. It was part of me. That's the way I conditioned myself. That's that's the story I told myself. That was my narrative and I was going with it and it was working. And letting go of that can be very, very painful. It's okay. The pain isn't bad. Pain is just sore. It hurts. Pain is not bad. Pain is a natural part of life. It, 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 actually, pain is what mm-hmm. makes life in any way meaningful and, and, and dynamic and energetic. A life without pain is a life without color, without meaning, without drama, without, without beauty. Without aesthetics. Without. I feel like there need to be another three without. So I'm just gonna have my without without unicorns. Without pandas. Without without those little things they put on the sidewalk to stop people (laughs) from (laughs) falling over. There's actually a great there's a there's a fantastic TED talk where a guy speaks for I think it's I don't know eight or nine minutes where he speaks about nothing and it's so convincing he says, hi um, tonight I would like to teach you absolutely nothing I have nothing to say it's going to have no relevance on your life and really all I have to say is zero zilch, nothing and you know, I'm going to do that but I'm going to do that in a dramatic way I'm going to start off with like some hand movements gesticulations kind of say (laughs) an embarrassing story (laughs) (laughs) and then like you know get you to feel empathy towards me I'm going to show you the numbers stats why this is so you know 30% 50% 75% stats give you the numbers 1032 1032 745 1,021 Got the numbers, got the stats And I'm going to kind of bring it to crescendo With when I finish off And tell you Absolutely nothing I'm going to do it in a way That you feel moved You almost feel as if there's some kind of dramatic conclusion that's going to be some kind of climax of powerful message to take home There isn't It's absolutely nothing Nothing Isn't that a mind trick? Right? What I'm doing is I'm taking our content and just using speaking techniques and I can speak about nothing and like I mean I think a lot of you are deeply moved by that. <laughs> Crying. Nothing, nothing. Nothing to share. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no meaning. Nothing. Okay. So that was a that was an important segue. <laughs> I felt. This is what I mean. Living with a growth mindset. Living with a growth mindset means every second of the day, I'm telling myself stories, 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 stories. I'm telling myself stories about how other people should be. The more I fall into the story, the more I get into this vacuum of self, which completely disposes of other people being anything but two-dimensional, cut-out cardboard figures that kind of occupy this thing called life but they have no depth they have no reality their reality is only as much as they affect me which means they don't exist I exist and they just scenery they scenery they're kind of the extras in this thing called my life in order for me to see the other I have to step out of the story and see oh well they've got their own world they've got their own world and when I do that my life becomes rich my life becomes powerful my life becomes engaged it becomes interesting it becomes connective I lose that sense of alienation it's no longer a life filled with a sense of isolated anxiety it's a life filled with deep curious appreciation and for me it's an ongoing struggle daily and I think that's perhaps for all of us. So embracing the growth mindset and learning to be more effective in utilizing the skills that we have to identify the stories and then to, when we can, step away, when we can't at least acknowledge that we're caught up in them, is probably one of the most valuable lessons we could could ever learn. And what we are going to go a little bit further into exploring is how does... How can breath and mindfulness assist us in this process? How can the internal dialogue assist us? How can questioning conceptualization put us in a, new, in a new position of power into the discovery of the immense potential in literally every moment of our lives? Journey with me. Come along. It's going to be good. Dramatic ending. <laughs> now. Nah.